First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 18. I want to see verse 18. We'll read it in the King James and we also read it in the Passion. All right, it said, Then they also which are falling asleep in Christ are perished. Paul is, was, was um, explaining the resurrection of the dead in the whole First Corinthians 15. It was, that was the expose. He says, then they also which are falling asleep in Christ are perished. Verse 19. He said, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Passion translation. It will also mean that those believers in Christ who have passed away have simply perished. Verse 19. He said, if the only benefit of our hope in Christ is limited to this life on earth, we deserve to be pitied more than all others. You see, because our hope in Christ is not only for this life. You see, um, like a cell leader, you know, is, 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 is serving the Lord, serving the Lord, thinking, you know, as I'm serving the Lord, you know, I, I will blow. <laughs> Are you getting it? As I'm serving the Lord, I will blow. Or as I'm serving the Lord, the Lord will bless me. While, while that is not necessarily wrong, but he said, if the only benefit of our hope in Christ is limited to this life on earth, he said, we deserve to be pitied more than all others. He said, if all that we are doing is for this life and this world, he said, then we deserve to be pitied. We deserve to be pitied. Because how would you explain this that you're explaining to, you know, like a... Someone who has been sent to pastor in a village. All right. That's the reason. Is, is Clement here? He should be here. Is Shepherd here? Eh, it's about tomorrow. Because they are taking this meeting for granted. By tomorrow. They should be here. Otherwise, I'll record them back. They'll start as cell leaders. He said, if the only benefit of our hope in Christ is limited to this life on earth, we deserve to be pitied more than all others. You see, our hope in Christ is not limited to only this life. Now, I asked the question, I said, what if the person, what, what if you were sent? I want to ask you a question. You were a cell leader. What if you were sent to a village? Because we... we should not wrongly interpret our hope in Christ. Our hope in Christ is not only for this life. Yes, there are benefits in this life, but we should think more of what, uh, how it will resonate in eternity. In eternity, what we are doing for the Lord, how will it resonate in eternity? What would it look like in eternity? You see, because a lot of people don't think of eternity. The Bible says that he that had this hope in himself, he purifies himself. There's something that hope does. See, there's something that this hope does. When, when you have this hope, you're not looking at, oh, I gave last week. What do I get? No, you're looking at your hoping, our hope in Christ. Jesus Christ talked about how our giving, all right, is in a treasury in heaven. That takes hope. That's not faith. That takes hope. We have a hope in Christ. We know what will, what will become of all our labor. We know what will become of all our commitments. Not only in this life. He says, 
Not only in this life, but in the life to come. Praise God. You see? So we should not think of what we do. For example, I, I know, I know that when we get to heaven, people have forgotten what I did as a cell leader. God hasn't. You see, people have forgotten what I did as a PCL leader. God hasn't. So it's going to resonate there. It's going to come out there. He said, they're going to talk about it. God is going to talk about it. He's going to talk about all my sacrifices. He's going to talk about all your sacrifices as well. If in this life, we have only hope in Christ. He said, we are of all men most miserable. So while we think about what it means to serve the Lord now as a cell leader, we should also think about what it will mean in eternity, our hope in Christ. Now, I wanted to share something with you in this Celtic conference because I sense in my spirit that it's time for big things. You know, so I'm looking forward to, you know, while I'm sharing with you, the Holy Ghost doing some surgeries inside you. Yeah. Let's go to Mark chapter 11. Let me start reading from verse 22. And Jesus answered, said unto them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Oh. The margin reads, Have the faith of God. Or have God's kind of faith. Go ahead. Verse 23. For verily I say unto you, That whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Can you imagine? You know, Jesus is, is just coming out of the situation where he cursed the fig tree. Okay, maybe we should go back there from verse 20. And the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Verse 21, and Peter calling to remembrance said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. Let me explain this. You know, sometimes we, we read this verse of scripture and what comes to our mind is, um, why would Jesus curse a tree when the Bible says that it was not yet the time of figs? Why would Jesus curse the tree? It doesn't make any logical sense that why would he curse the tree when it was not yet time of figs? It's because of something about the fix. Jesus was not being irrational. There's something about the fig. Now, the fig tree, come on. The fig tree actually has two kinds of fruits. There is the fruits that comes at the time of figs. But also... Anytime the leaves were green, there were some smaller fruits that grew on it. So Jesus was not looking for the big fruit. He was looking for the, the, the smaller fruit. That's why the scripture says that we preach in and out of season. Because the fig tree was supposed to produce in season and out of season. When it is in season, its real fruits come out. When it's out of season, there's still something that comes out. Because, and, and the fig in the Bible always represented Israel. And that's why... Jesus said to him, he said, the kingdom of God will be taken from you. He said, and to be given to another nation that will bear the fruits thereof. So this was actually more of a prophetic 
scenario than it was of just figs. Because fig always represented Israel. So it says, and Peter, calling to remember, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. So Jesus came to the fig tree and cursed the fig tree for not having the fruits. Remember, he said, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you. He said, be given to another nation that shall bear the fruits. Because every time Christ came to the fig, he expected the fig, the fig to produce the results. All right. So then, let's move to the next. Verse 22. And Jesus answered said unto to them, now remember, have faith in God. So Peter was talking about, you know, Jesus, you cursed the fig tree and it was cursed. Then Peter said, wow, master, you are so amazing. Then Jesus guys just threw it back to them. He says, this is not about me. I want to show you something. He said, you have the faith of God. Because with the faith of God, you can this thing to also happen. He said, have the faith of God. All right, next verse. For verily I say unto you, now this is one popular scripture on faith. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Now, a mountain is a big thing. A mountain is a big thing. I mean, Jesus Christ could have said, whosoever says to this stone. <laughs> a mountain is a big thing. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain. So you, you get to know how Jesus thinks. The example, always remember that the examples are always easier than the main work. So you see, they'll give you a mathematics question. They'll say, example, two plus two is four. But the question is, it is greater than, less than. <laughs> they just add some things that are not supposed to be there, you know, because the example is always supposed to be easier. So the example was the fig, but the real thing was the mountain. I mean, Jesus was thinking big. Jesus was talking big. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, he didn't say this stone, this mountain. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. Jesus is thinking big. Jesus is talking big. He's talking to a mountain. Then we go to verse 24. He says, therefore I say unto you, he said, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and shall have them. Now, Jesus is talking about the same thing. He first of all talks about this saying to the mountain. Now, he now begins to give them the formula. Because when he spoke to them, he said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou moved and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, it shall have whatsoever he saith. Then he comes to verse 24 and begins to give them the formula for that. Then he now begins to explain to them. He said, therefore I say unto you. He's explaining. How do we get this mountain to move? He says, what things soever ye desire. When ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. You see, there are certain intangibles that control the spiritual reality. You see, for example, if I were to, were to talk about how do we you know, grow ourselves. If anybody came to I'm sure the person will come and say, you know, number one, you have to pray. But I've discovered in the Bible that, you know, it is not prayer that changes it. Let's go to Psalm 10. Verse 17. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. I'm sharing with you on faith for big things. He didn't say, Lord, thou hast just heard the prayer. He said, you have heard the desire. 
How do you, how do you hear desire? <laughs> the problem always starts with the desire. That's why Jesus said, what things soever ye desire. You see, people have a desire for hundred, but they are saying amen when pastor said thousand. So when they pray, it's their desire that will be answered, not the prayer. You see, desire. He said, Lord, that was heard the desire of the humble. And in the Bible, humble is not what you think. Humble is not what you think. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. And we are talking about humility. We are not talking about just humbling yourself. So that was heard the desire. Of, of, he said, that will prepare their heart. That will cause thine ear to hear. So it's not just first prayer. It's the desire. If you want to do big things, where's your desire? You, you know, when you go back to um, Matthew 11 verse 23, he says... Go, go back there. Sorry, Mark eleven twenty three. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever, that means anybody can do big things. No, maybe I, I think I'm talking to the wrong set of people. Oh, you have to move on from the rebuke, please. Move on, eh? <laughs> move on, move on. Move on. Some of you are still... Pastor rebuked us. No, 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 move on, move on, move on. We have moved to the main thing. <laughs> I say, he said, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say, that means there's, there's nothing like some people have a grace for members. There's nothing like that. He said, whosoever. There's nothing like that. Somebody has a grace for, you know, people use these spiritual jargons. This one has the grace for members. I have the grace for money. Who told you? Whosoever. If you can meet the requirement of Matthew or, or Mark eleven twenty four, it said, "What things soever ye desire." So it always starts with desire. What is your desire? He said, "You have heard the desire of the humble." Because people are, are first of all looking at because sometimes we can come for prayer meeting together and suddenly we say, "Oh, let's sell it. Let's pray for ten hours." Then the, the guy is praying. He's praying. You can see him praying, but his desire is fifteen. I said, it's time for big things. It's time to leave the small venue. Uh, you know, Pastor Sylvester said something. He said, a cell can have thousand people. You see, then your response shows that you don't have the desire. Because if you have been thinking about it before he said it, your, your, your response will be different. So you see, your prayer has not been working because of your desire. Someone say Desire. He said, what things soever ye desire. He said, Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Psalm 38. Verse 9. He said, Lord, all my desire is before thee. Not all my prayer. He said, all my desire is before thee. Then before he now added, and my groaning is not hid. It is the desire first before the groaning. He said, oh, you know, <laughs> when you see someone who is groaning, a lot of the time there's some desire. You know, he's, he's praying about, about his cell. The prayer has moved to another level. He's praying a certain prayer. You can see that the desire is strong inside. The prayer is different. Remember when we were having the cell leaders camp. All the prayer meetings. 
Everybody was praying, 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 praying. The moment I set a target on Saturday night, the prayer changed. Because desire will change the prayer. How strong is your desire? Some people don't have a desire for change. They don't have a desire for change. They don't have a desire for change. How do you know? You see it in what they do after desire. You see in what they do after. There's no desire. There's no desire. You know, when you meet a man with desire, let me tell you this. When you meet a man with desire, even if he has four members, he's talking as though he's talking to 400. Uh, you can tell a man who's going somewhere. It's not about what you see him doing at that point in time. You know, sometimes I can, when I listen to leaders, you can tell the leader who is going somewhere. It's like, he might not have the hundred people. He probably has three. But the way he is, you know, the desire is too strong. You can't keep him there. You can't keep him there. It's only a matter of time. I said, there are pastors today that have 30, that have 40. I've also had 30 and 40 before. But my, 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 my leaders, at that time, we were 30 and 40. They knew that we are not going to end up over here. It showed their desire was strong. Lord, that was head my desire. He said, Lord, all my desire is before thee. I said, Jesus has given us the formula. He said, what things ever you desire. That means that's where it starts. You see? Okay, Job 14. Faith for big things. Because it's time for big things. I said, it's time for big things. It's time for big things. You cannot be in one venue for three years. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? One venue for three years. Even if you're going to be in that same venue, you move to five services. Sir. <laughs> you get it? There's no, you see, there's no desire. You see, desire is one of the languages of God. One of the ways God speaks is through desire. God is telling you, go and do this. You, say, you start desiring it. Why? Because he requires you to desire it so that it can invite him. Job 14, verse 15. He said, thou shalt call, and I will answer thee. Thou will have a desire to the work of thy hands. Because of time, let me just move on. We'll continue tomorrow. You know, God gives us what we desire. Now, in the Bible, I'll show you a lot of examples, and some of the examples will be negative. Because desire is not racist. Desire has no color. It's what you point it towards. <laughs> so, some will be negative. You'll find some positive. Just take the fact that you can use the desire. Romans 1, 24. Maybe let me start from 23. Let me tell you, I'm a man of passion. I'm a man of strong desire. You see, let me tell you what happens in the realm of the spirit. When you begin to desire something, you're inviting spirit component. You can desire it. It will start off first with your desire. Like the guy would desire the girl, desire the girl, desire the girl, desire the girl. Then the spirit will come and say, come, let me show you how, how you get it. <laughs> like, some, some, like somebody said, he said, you think girls like you. No, it is your village which is... <laughs> because they've seen your desire. <laughs> your desire is so strong, they join you, so let us help you. <laughs> yeah. You invite the spirit component of it. He said, 
and change the glory. He's talking about the people who, who incur the wrath of God. He said the wrath of God is revealed. Verse 23 says, And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and to full-footed beasts, and creeping things. Alright? Verse 24. He says, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the last of their own hearts. Give me the NIV. God gave them up to their desire. So, just remove the negative or the positive. God gave them to their desire. <laughs> he said, therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts. You see, God looked at them. He said, this boy cannot help them. Their desire is too strong. <laughs> so, God, God gave up on them. He said, go, go to your desire. How will you have faith for big things? Because if that faith that Jesus is talking about can move a mountain... Jesus begins to explain to them how they'll move their mountain. He said, first of all, you need to have a desire. A strong desire. God hears your desire. When you are praying, God is not hearing your prayer. He's hearing your desire. Let me bust your bubble. That scripture, Mark eleven twenty four, did not say, whatsoever you desire, pray. He said, whatsoever you desire when you pray. So anytime you are praying, God is not hearing the prayer. He's hearing the desire. So you pray your desire, not your prayer point. Regardless of the prayer point we put on the screen, if you have not put it in there for it to become a desire, you are wasting your time. Seven nights of all nights, you have wasted it. There was no desire for change. <laughs> God gave them up to their own desire. <laughs> Let me tell you this. So I've told you, I've, I've, wait, let me just add a few ones. You know, there's something about desire. Someone asks a question. Okay, I want to do big things, but pastor, I don't desire it. You see, I don't desire it. You know, des nobody was born with desire. Desire comes. Look at Proverbs 13 verse 12. You can induce desire. Why does God tell you what he wants to do? He wants you to start desiring it. <laughs> he says, hope deferred, make the heart sick. But when desire comes, that means desire comes. Nobody's born with desire. Desire comes. We invite desire. <laughs> when desire comes. So that means desire comes. Nobody's born with desire. Desire comes. How does desire come? Well. Whew. You need to first of all start with desire. Desire is supposed to come. You see, desire is supposed to come. Because I have noticed that and I have realized over the years that it is not what you are preaching that the people are hearing. What you are preaching is not what the people are hearing. Whenever you are preaching, people are interpreting it by their desire. <laughs> the pastor is preaching one thing, but the people are interpreting it by their desire. The people are interpreting it by their desire. So you can be saying... Oh, you will have 1,000 members. But the person has no desire for 1,000 members. As far as he's concerned, he remembers that there is a venue in his area that sits 51 people. As far as he's concerned, you are saying 1,000, but as far as he's concerned, he's going there after here. <laughs> I said, it doesn't mean you immediately go and look for a big hole because you probably don't have the workforce yet. But your desire, with your desire... The horse sit 50, but you are out of the place. 
This is what makes people do big things. Let me tell you, when it comes to this topic, faith for big things, I have every spiritual line to talk about it because I do big things. <laughs> We've never built. We've never built, eh? We've never built. When we're going to get a land to build, to build this church, We've never built to. What is what everybody's supposed to be thinking? Uh, half an acre or an acre. At least, baby, be humble. <laughs> he said, that shall hear the desire. I refused. Or maybe we should go to the back of a brewery. We'll get land for cheap. I said, I'm not taking them there. One thing I told myself, I said, I'll stay in town. But it is money, but I have desire. They, they will ask for money, but me, I have desire. So the first, the first land we secured, four acres, quick. You see, that is some ministry's headquarters. Well, it's not about who is headquarters, it's about who has faith. <laughs> it's about who has faith. <laughs> it's about who has faith. Some churches cannot go to Marriott. Frank used Marriott. Yeah, he, he, used, he, he used Marriott yesterday. He used Marriott for his fellowship meeting yesterday, Marriott. That is why multinational Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It is, it is something about, it is something inside. It's something inside. You see, when you don't have it, you pray, pray, pray. There are Christians who pray. Go to the forest. They are praying, pray, pray, pray. But all their prayer is summing up to their desire. We'll continue tomorrow. Be on your feet. Listen, by the time we are finishing this cell ministry week, it is time for big things. You will leave the realm of small things. You will leave the realm of small things. I said you will leave the realm of small things. When you start praying, your prayer will be different. Because you have a strong desire. I said when desire comes, you invite desire with these two things, through your ears and through your eyes. I said you invite desire through your ears and through your eyes. He said when desire cometh, 2 Peter 3, 8. You see, there are some of you, you can never do big things because of your friends. Because all the time, what you are hearing and what you are seeing is what you are producing. I said 2 Peter 2.8 rather, not 3.8, 2.8. He said, for that righteous man dwelling among them, this lot. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing what vexes his righteous, do, uh, righteous soul from day to day with the unlawful deeds. The, the, the word vex is righteous soul. Okay, give it to me in the, in the passion. <laughs> For righteous Lord lived among them day after day, distressed in his righteous soul by the rebellious deed of... He saw and heard. Take it to the message translation. Surrounded by moral rot day after day after day, that righteous man was in constant torment. The word torment there means he was under constant influence. 
So as he said it, now see how constant it was. It was day after day after day. When you see that you don't have a desire for big things, you have to now start influencing your soul day after day. There are some of you who came to this church. You have never thought or, thought or, or seen $1,000 in your life. You have never thought of it or seen it. You have given it twice. Why? Because when you came here, it became a language you were hearing. It became a prayer point you were seeing. It became something people were talking about. It became testimonies you were hearing. It began to afflict your righteous soul. Those with the wrong spirit will start looking at it and say, Hey, it's too much. I'm going. No, just stay there. Just sit down there. Let it be affecting your righteous soul. Let it be influencing and tormenting you. Then what is that? You will start to build desire for it. I said, not everybody was built with desire. Sometimes, I mean, boy, I don't know if it's the same with ladies, but boys can, can, can attest to it. Sometimes nothing is going through your mind. You're not thinking anything bad, but you just carried your phone. And it just showed you one lady who is half naked. All of a sudden, desire begins to rise. What I say, what you are seeing and hearing is causing you to start having desire. But Jesus said, this whole thing of removing the mountain can only start with desire. You're only channeling it towards a lady. That means if I can have desire, I can have anything. I say, he said, whosoever. Whosoever. That means a cell leader can have 500 members. <laughs> whosoever. 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 Not whosoever can talk. You, you, you are looking for the wrong thing. Someone said, I am not ready. Who said, who is lucky for you to be ready? Are you ready to have desire? Then you are ready. See, sometimes you have some cell leaders who cannot talk. You just, they cannot talk. You'll be wondering why they have members. Because this thing is not about talking. It's not about talking. I, I know some people who cannot piece three scriptures together. I said, some churches, let me tell you this. Some churches don't have up to 40 members. And it's not wrong. Yesterday I was watching the Mega Fellowship Day. I saw Cindy. Cindy. I saw Cindy standing behind the pulpit. Reading. And the fire of God will come upon your life. She's reading. Really, no. Standing like this. Oh. There are many people who can preach with gimmicks and English more than her. But the people are there. <laughs> the people are sitting down there. You know, because this thing is not about who can talk. It's about who has faith. Pastors, you preach to your faith. You didn't hear me. You preach to your faith. Anytime you go to church, see your faith and preach. <laughs> That's your faith. Anytime you go to church, what you are seeing is your faith. Why are you angry that seven people came to church? That's your faith. So instead of you insulting the members, do something about your faith. Because if your faith lifts, it will lift. Some people, their words are more than their works. Their words are more than their works. You got this thing wrong. You got it wrong. It's your works. That will now give you license for your words. When it comes to faith, eh, the beginning of every work with God, he said, he that comes to God must believe that he is. That means when you start with God, all you have is God. He just has to believe that he is. But there's a second part of it. It's a rewarder. When he starts rewarding you, that will now give you authority to speak on certain subjects. 
go to ministry, they talk people, when, when they are calling people to come and talk about rhapsody and all those things, they don't call people who can speak. They call people who have their works. They call who have their works. God's talk is cheap. Let your faith speak. Are you listening? Let your faith speak. He said, but the faith, the faith of the New Testament, he says, speak it on this wise. Faith can speak. He said, speak it. Faith can speak. We are all fasting tomorrow. <laughs> are you listening? We are all fasting tomorrow. Because, look, listen. When I said day to day, when things are impeding your desire, there are three things you can do. Three things you can do. Sometimes, you have to seclude yourself to fast and pray. So that the Holy Ghost will start pointing for you what the problem is. Sometimes, it can be a family upbringing. All your life growing up, they told you that don't get into trouble. Please don't do something that we will get into trouble in this house. Please don't go anywhere. Please finish school, get a degree, and bless, look for somewhere to work. Please, we beg, we beg. So even when the Holy Ghost is speaking to you, you come to church and we, they are telling you that go and do big things. They've already told you for many years that please don't go anywhere. Please don't go and get yourself into trouble. Please, you are thinking that please let me not get myself into trouble. The Holy Ghost will begin to pinpoint those things to you. The second one is hearing, now I'm not just talk, talking to you, go and read the Bible, no, no. Hearing the word of God from the man sent to you. Why? Because the man sent to you perfects your faith. When you see that you are having, you are, you are acting your faith, acting your faith, acting your faith, and nothing is coming out of it, go to the man sent to you. It, it, I'm not a, go and don't go and look for someone who will give you big revelation who is not sent to you. <laughs> because there are people like that. They, they can give you big revelation. From them, you will get information. From the man sent to you, you get impartation. There's a man sent to you. When you listen to him, the thing you could not do before, he starts, he, he perfects that part of it. There's a man sent to you. God uses that to help us to evade some of the steps of faith. See, there are times I listen to Pastor Chris eh? Immediately, where I was missing some things, it just fills it in for me. It doesn't even come by information. All of a sudden, you can see there's a, there's a power. You see, because he sent to me. I'll tell you the third one tomorrow. But there's still a lot to talk about in the area of desire. And I tell you, we're going to have such a strong desire. Hey, Akalabasa, lift your hand. Karabaso, you know there are some places you have to go to in your life you see there are some places if you don't go to you think you are a champion some of you have to go to IPPC yeah yeah you have to go because it will influence your desire all of a sudden you say I'm sitting in a cocoon <laughs> I'm sitting in a cocoon and I'm thinking that all oh, the world is Ghana. Sometimes you have to travel and see. Why? In seeing and hearing. Let me tell you something. 
There's this past IPC when, when it closed. But I mean, I think during the prayer, I stood and I watched the whole auditorium. I said, This is almost 15 to 20,000 people gathered here. As I look around like this, I said, And the same thing happened to me when I went to LCA. I looked around and I said, And at that time, I, I didn't have a church close to that. I look around and I said, Why not? <laughs> Listen, it might not happen in one year, but I'm going there. I'm sure by the time I'll get a pastor, Christmas will move, so no problem. I look around and say, Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I, why, why not? You see, when there's desire, you end up asking questions. <laughs> the one that has no desire will not ask any question. So, I have desire for 10,000, but I'm 1,005. I've tried everything I don't know. Then I'll start fasting. Lord, what is wrong? Then the Lord will begin to tell me, okay, check your PCF leaders. Check your cell leaders. Okay, do this. Add this. Desire! When regional pastor was telling us this story, there's this past partnership, IPPC. For a very long time, for a, for a while, Pastor MC has been winning the top partner church. But this year, Pastor Diola won. So, regional pastor said, they were in a meeting and Pastor Chris asked them. He said, Pastor Diola, tell us how you became number one. Because it was a miracle of miracles. He said, tell us how you became number one. Pastor Diola said, I said it every day five times. That I'll be number one. Every day five times. He said, I did not miss a day. You see, there's something about desire. Man has desire. You can even see it in his prayer. The way he's praying, you can see this one. He's worth something. <laughs> the one does not want anything. Say, let's finish and go. <laughs> you don't know how to. You don't have to know how to talk. Moses said, "God, please, I cannot talk." He said, "Who is you? Who is using that?" Who's, 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 who's using that? What are we doing with that? I, I believe that God wanted Moses to go and stammer in front of Pharaoh. So while he's stammering, the things will be happening. Pharaoh says, what's wrong with this guy? Pharaoh. <laughs> because God is not using grammatical eloquence. What's he losing your grammar for? There are, some, there are some pastors, they make 
English mistake and the miracle will happen. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. There are people are getting healed. You don't speak English. People are not <laughs> you are speaking English. People are not here. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus' name. The people are healed. <laughs> then you came and said, Oh, Father. Oh, Father. Oh, Father. Nothing has happened. Father. We continue. <laughs> Lift your hands. It's time for big things. Oh, you know, sir, it's time for big things. It's time to take over the nation. It's time to take over the cities. Yeah. Lift your hands. Father of glory. So beautiful, we adore
testimony is like this. Sometimes the reason why you've not been able to do big things is that you have shut it out. Let me give you an example. Let me just share the testimony of Vikani. I gave her OFCC and I gave her online fellowship to start. She went to, if, what, if the testimony is correct, you just, say, you just make sure, I don't, I don't want to add anything to it. She went to Olga and said, Olga, last year you gave $100,000, your group gave $100,000 for Rhapsody. He said, this year I also want to be a, a part of it. He said, I've made you my friend. Then she was praying every day and taking communion every day. Is that correct? Every day. How are you able to give $100,000 for Rhapsody from online fellowship? She was praying every day. What I heard is that she'll go to, okay, I said, talk to me, talk to me. Talk to me, 100,000, I want to give 100,000, talk to me. See, sometimes you have shut it down and say, nah, online fellowship, how, 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 how will I be able to do it? Online, my people, they are children. How will we be able to do it? How? How? How will we be able to do it? We will not be able to do it. We are in Cape Coast. How will we be able to do it? We, we will not be able to do it. I know that in the future we'll be able to do it, but right now, how will we be able to do it? You see, the question of Zachariah and Mary looks similar. Is their desire that was the problem? It was what was going on inside. Zechariah said, how will this thing happen? Mary said, please, I know it will happen, but how will it happen? <laughs> Two different, same question, no? but what was going inside their heart is what made the difference. This one said, how will it happen? He, he, how? 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 The lady said, how will it happen since I don't know a man? That's to show you that I can actually, I, I, I like this thing, no? but, but I don't know a man, so tell me the way. You see, Mary's question was, show me the way. Zechariah's question was, I beg. And Gabriel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. Do you know what it means that I will come, come down? I, I was standing in God's presence. Why would I leave and come down? You want to waste my time? <laughs> you are here to waste my time. Do you, know who, do you know who I am? I stand in the presence of God. He said, you will not talk again. Your mouth is your problem. <laughs> you don't talk again. Why? Because God knows that if he allows Zechariah to keep talking, his confession can destroy the, the miracle of John the Baptist. See, the responsibility that was given to you is not the problem. Your faith is the problem. Online fellowship. And I did not give her a single member. All I told her is that do a video after our services. Let the video play after our services. Because there are people who watch online. So after... Those who are watching online, when they close the service, they'll see here. Hello, we want to put you in the online fellowship department. Then people saw and joined the online fellowship. They put a number over there. She did. That's how she got the members. And that's it. One of her members, one of her members, uh, one of the online fellowship members, I was, when I was going for IPPC, gave me almost a million naira that I should just go take it. Online fellowship. I think I need more online fellowships. <laughs> you see, the fact the person can see the desire, the relentlessness say, hey, you are my friend from today talk to me. He said she will pray every day and take communion every day. What things ever you desire, 
Let's not talk about prayer first. The desire. Bring out your friend. I'm overjoyed with thanksgiving for the gift of your righteousness. I'm overjoyed. I really want to be closing early. That's why I was, I was, I was not happy about the day coming late. I really want to be closing early. I want to close early. Great King of Glory, I'm overjoyed with thanksgiving for your lavish grace in me. Father of glory, my life you made so. place you have to visit in your life. One time I heard, there's a very nice auditorium. Over. <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the, one of the things that influenced our choice of place for honeymoon, myself and my wife, one of the things that influenced it was for us to go to Cape Town North was because of the church auditorium. Because I know I'm going to build auditorium. I need to induce the desire. I, you have to, your life, my life is calculated. I'm looking at something. I'm not doing anything there anymore. And I'll go to where there's a river. See, <laughs> uh, where is there a sea and river? What am I, am I going to build a dam? I'm not building a dam. <laughs> am I building a dam? I'm not building a dam. <laughs> I went to the place where there's a church. By the time they finished taking us to the church, I was crying. And let me tell you, not only was I crying, on the Sunday when Pastor Johan said we should say something, I just spoke and I said, I, I love this building and I know that we're going to build the same thing. And when, I, when I finished talking, there was a man, one of his members. Now that church is only white, so don't think that is this thing. It's not religious or anything. It's white, it's white throughout all the church. So, you know. The man was sitting down. He said, when I was speaking, I spoke for less than two minutes. He said, when I was talking, the power of God came on him. And he began to cry. Immediately, the Lord told him to go to his house. He went to his house and went to take 100,000 rand to come and give me. The building now, we have not started building. When they were giving them, it was all tears. Everybody was crying. The pastor was crying. They were all crying. Because the power of God was so strong. Don't just stand up and just go anywhere. Go where you are going. Did you hear me? Don't just stand up and go anywhere and say, I'm going for a friend's birthday party. What does that have to do with where I'm going in life? Go where you are going. What you don't want, you don't watch. Every time you are going for funeral, you... <laughs> There are some you should not go. 
If it's not very close to you, don't go. Because after you go, go, go now, you are dreaming. All your dream, you see coffee. <laughs> All you see coffee, say, Pastor, please, I had a dream and I was, in the dream, there was a coffin. In the dream, there was a coffin. And it's not about any spiritual attack. It's, you have been to too many funerals. In a year, since this is funerals. There was a guy who was sharing his testimony. He said his mom used to say that. Ah, he has to go for, she has to go for funerals so because otherwise when is her time, nobody will come. Yes. And the, the guy said that. The guy said that. The guy said it in one of our online meetings. The guy said that. When the mom died, her funeral was a mess. The people did not attend. People did not attend. Go, you are attending because what? what? No. No. Go to the one that is important. If they say that your uncle's sister's daughter's child is uncle's auntie, <laughs> tell them that you will send them money, that the Lord be with them. I said, What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't want to fear, you don't hear. <laughs> 